What's up, everybody? It's tea time, so grab your cup. And we are back at the Kitchen Island. Actually, we're not at the Kitchen Island. We are still, still, and I mean still, practicing our social distancing, or physical distancing, I should say. And um, so I'm Vanita, and we have today the whole gang. Hey, everybody. Yes. Hello? The gang's all here. <laughs> Cheryl, you there? Cheryl's Faye in the house. Here. Well, in my house, because we're self-quarantined. <laughs> yes, Faye is yeah, here. Yeah, I think all of us are self-quarantined. Well, how are you guys doing? I miss seeing your faces. I know everybody's, you know, practicing their um, physical distancing. Um, um, Faye, I know you still have to go to work. Um, we're still praying for you every day that you have to go out. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So how's everybody doing? Doing good. Still trying to get used to wearing this mask because my facial recognition can't open my phone up. <laughs> the mask I thought Apple was gonna I fix know that's that. First world issue. First world issue. I thought Apple said they were gonna fix that. I heard that on the news. Oh, that would be great because I now I gotta use my hand, take off my glove, key punch. You know, the phone to open it up. It's all kind of stuff. Uh-uh. Okay, prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I did hear on the news, Apple was going to, and I don't know how they're going to do that, but they were supposed to be fixing as if that's a glitch and it's actually not a glitch. We just... It's not supposed to recognize you with a mask. It does recognize you with a mask. Exactly. Exactly. So. How's it going, Beverly? Oh, I'm wrestling with this hair again. <laughs> Just trying to figure out, you know, I thought nat going natural was going to be such a great thing, but right now Not. I can hardly stand it. I still hate caps now. I don't want to wear a cap. So I just got to figure out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to be brave enough to go to the hair salon. So right now it's just, when can I get the bravery and go? Okay. Someone's got an echo going. So. Yes. Who is that? Who's that? Sounds like you, Beverly. Me? <laughs> so how's it going, Faye, with two grandkids visiting you for the summer? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love it. But, baby, look, Reggie and I, I don't know, baby. I don't know if we get no. <laughs> Oh, it's rough, but I mean, they've been a lot of fun to be honest with you. I mean, and one of them told me that grandkids are for entertainment. <laughs> oh, no, well, how old are they, Faye? 11 and 7. Two girls. Oh, well, the 11 year old has to meet my 12 year old grandson. Yes, I mean, as they, soon as uh, we can stop being at the stay at home order. Yes, I mean it's been it's been fun. The seven year old we taught her how to ride her bike, so it's been fun. And Vanita and Mitch, they got a chance to see that too. <laughs> but it's it's been a lot of fun to be honest with you. But I tell you, they teach you patience. If you don't have patience with kids, I'm telling you, boy, I thank God for patience, giving me patience, cause. I tell you, you got to have it when it comes to children or you'll, they'll burn you out quick. Yes. And you have to remind yourself. I find I have to remind myself that they are children. So when I ask my grandson, who's 12 and who's 70? And then we look at each other and point to each other. And so then I remind myself, he's a kid and I'm the adult. Right. It's right. hard though. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you can always learn something from a child, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I truly thank God for, you know, you know, being able to spend time with them because we lost a lot of time with them over the course of nine years. You know, they mm -hmm. were, you know, Tamia, she's 11, but she was like three when we left. So, you know, just back and forth every three years, you know, we missed a lot. 
with them. And then um, Marley, she was um, hmm, a couple of months, maybe. Wow. And wow. we, yeah, just back and forth, you know. And then uh, once we went overseas, it was like, you know, we came, we maybe came, let me see. I think I came back twice, once for my best friend's funeral and some other time. I can't remember, but yeah, we didn't get to see them much. So now, you know, being around them, you know, it's a joy. I thank God for it. Sometimes I want to pull my hair out, but, <laughs> you know, I, I truly, I do. I thank God for, you know, being able to spend time with them, you know. Yeah. It's like getting to know them all over yeah. again, you know. So. Well, enjoy them. Enjoy them. Pretty yeah. soon you're taking them back. <laughs> yeah, yes. but you know what? Guess what? Kamisha, my daughter, she, she's coming um, next month. And she actually, she's not ready for me to take them. But she said, just keep them there until I come. So Reggie said, yeah, right. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, but I'm, I'm, I, I will see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are one thing this pandemic has done. Do you value time with your family and others more now? Oh, my God, yes. You know, I, my home is built for entertaining. And oh, I just told my husband I miss having my family over. I miss entertaining my family. I miss having barbecues. And Easter was, you know, kind of sad. You know, I was grateful. You know, we were celebrating the resurrection of Christ. But at the same time, I was missing congregating with my family. So I do miss family gatherings. Me too. Ooh. Yeah, I do too. I, I I miss everybody. I miss you guys especially. Well, on a good note, my mom and my stepfather are traveling here from Atlanta, Georgia tomorrow. Y'all keep them in prayer. Oh, wow. They got to stop through Houston. They're going to brace the airplanes in the airports. And uh, make their way to San Antonio. Uh, so they'll be here tomorrow through Sunday. Oh, nice. good, good. We'll be praying for them. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you. They have to take yes. precautions and they, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are they letting um, planes fill up to capacity or do you know? Yes, they well, are. Well, I've seen on the reports that they have had planes to capacity, even though they say they're only doing maybe 50 or 60 percent mm -hmm. capacity but if they you know can get somebody to pay to ride on that plane they're gonna feel that yes because they've yeah. lost millions so and yes. all the news reports show pictures of three abreast so there's no you know at first they said the middle seat would be empty not so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah and so uh, my mom and decided to come in on Wednesday instead of Thursday because the flights were so full on Thursday. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit more open on Wednesday. And they used to have direct flights from Atlanta, but they no longer have those direct flights because they've been taken out of commission. Mm -hmm. So it's it's different now flying. Uh, I have not flown since March the 9th or 10th when I came back from the Bahamas, but uh, I hear it's a very different experience now. And even in, I think, in the state of California, you have to fill out some type of waiver. Oh, you before do? Before you can get on their flights. Mm -hmm. And I guess, do the airlines require you to w wear a mask or yes. is that just up to you? I think some of them. Amer uh, Southwest is now pulling back what? on that. Uh, mm. But American, from my understanding, at least I got the recording from the um, CEO to all of their members. There on May 15th, they started where the flight attendants and the people boarding the flights have to wear masks. Mm -hmm. And they said they will provide them until, of course, they run out. But um, because it's so hard to get these masks right now. But they're not going to, of course, they're not going to allow their flight attendants to get in no brawl with somebody that decides they don't want to keep the mask on for the full flight. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. But I just don't understand how people don't want to do that to protect other people you know mm -hmm. it's, to me i don't understand right i don't either but and you know now even if somebody coughs or sneezes everybody's frightened you know and afraid so you should wear the mask that would at least help right right yes. out of respect for others um yep and the thing is with this virus you don't even know if you have it sometimes 
So exactly. if you sneezed or coughed and you had it, but you didn't know it, then you've infected others unnecessarily mm-hmm. when you could have worn a mask to help. That yeah. is so true. Yeah. We have to hope everybody will do the right thing. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, that everybody do the right thing. I know my company has not given us the go-ahead. They said 2021 will probably be the first time that they will allow corporate travel again. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Cheryl? It's been different because, you know, I take 80 to 90 right. flights a year, and that's that's my job, mm-hmm. you know. And working from home and not being able to travel, I do miss seeing my clients. I miss going to visit with them because, you know, it's all about building relationships also. And sometimes it's difficult to do that via, um, you know, teleconferencing. So, Cheryl, is that what you do to maintain that relationship, just teleconferencing and... Yes, I um, host WebExes and I host uh, team meetings um, and I reach out to them and call them and check in on them and just check in on them personally just to see how them and their families are doing and not even talk business, just to check Mm -hmm. in on them. Um, Mm -hmm. And just so that we can keep that relationship and I earnestly want to know how they're doing. Okay, okay. Young business people take notes. Yes, yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You can learn from Cheryl. Exactly, exactly. I was sitting here thinking about um, the last time I took a flight, and I think Faye and I, um, well, she may have taken a flight after me, but last time I flew was when we went to her daughter's wedding, which was March 6th or 7th or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Jam-packed. As a matter of fact, we were... <laughs> because Faye, the the planes were so packed, they had to sit all the way in the back on mm. flight. So um, that's it's so different now. I I even heard on the news that if you don't want somebody sitting in the middle seat, you can purchase that seat. Oh, but you know what? I think the onus should be on the the, the yes. uh, airlines to make it safe for people Me to travel. Too. I shouldn't have to purchase two tickets in order for yeah, me to feel safe getting I on your agree. aircraft. Um, so I, I just hope that they'll do the right thing and not be so money hungry that they put other people's lives in jeopardy because that's recycled air. Even though they're utilizing <laughs> the same systems that are in the hospitals where the air is recycled every two to four minutes, but still, uh, you can still catch the virus if somebody actually on the plane has the virus. Exactly. And like you said, cough or sneeze is in the air and it's just recycled air. It's not like fresh air is coming into the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the onus is on them to make sure that they're their their customers yeah me too yeah so wow okay on that note we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back and we are back at the island like i said we're not at the island but you know what i can't wait till we can get together again and be at the kitchen island y'all i miss it me too yeah me too too. yeah um but we got to do what we got to do for the safety of ourselves and others um you know we're still celebrating it's still mother's day month as far as i'm concerned so we're still kind of celebrating that and we had um, quite a few people to send in some comments and some reviews and things. And so I think we want to take this time out to maybe read maybe three of them, y'all. How's that sound? Okay. Okay. Um, Faye, I think you have one that you can read. And we're not everybody's uh, last name. We're just saying their first name. So don't worry, listeners. <laughs> yes. Okay. This one says, My mom kept a huge plastic bin under the guest room bed with a multitude of gifts and whatnot, just in case someone was sick or needed a pick-me-up. Sad to say, that gene was not passed to me. Signed, Linda. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Well, this one reads... And it, this person is obviously talking about the podcast. It said, that was awesome. My mama would say, a good personality will take you far. 
And the lady I celebrate is my mother-in-law, who's deceased, Pastor Sammy Lee Dennis. And I hoped my daughter would say, never give up. Happy Mother's Day month, Mary wow, D. Wow, that's awesome. That's nice. Yeah. nice. Well, the, the listener response I have is just beautiful. Today on this Mother's Day weekend, the Kitchen Island Tea Sisters shared special memories of the influential women who made a great impact on their lives. I, as well, reflected on that special person in my childhood who made an amazing impression in my life, my mother. Collectively, we were and are blessed to have had this special person assist in our journey as a young adult. This amazing person shared her wisdom on values, morals and integrity which we now share with our children i thank the kitchen island tea sisters for the uplifting memories and guidelines on the pandemic a special congratulations to reverend cheryl thompson on the birth of her granddaughter and it's signed blessings wendy awesome awesome those are wonderful that is wonderful so well, thank you, Wendy. <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you, Mary, and thank you to all the other um, listeners um, near um, here in the United States and afar abroad in um, other countries for um, sending in um, all of those tributes and just sharing with us the things that um, your mom or your grandmother or your mother-in-law um, have, where they have made an impact in your life. Um, it's always um, a good thing to give recognition where recognition is due. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So in saying that, I want us to continue to um, keep in mind to reach out to people um, during this time, not just moms, but, you know, because of the virus. And I hate to keep bringing it up, but um, I, I had in mind a friend over the last few weeks that I had been thinking heavily, heavily about um, who I met when I was um, in elementary school. And we kept in touch on and off um, over the years. Um, but it's kind of tough when you're in the military and you travel and you go overseas and you come back and you try to reach out and then you make contact and then jobs and children and everything. But since the pandemic, I decided I would reach out to my friend, Valerie. And so I called her, she didn't answer. And then I texted, and she didn't answer. I emailed, she didn't answer. And I thought, am I not having the right contact information? So I said, you know, let me go on social media and try to, to find her. Well, lo and behold, sadly, um, her obituary came up. Yeah, that was really wow. a sad day for me um, because I didn't follow my mind's heart to reach out sooner um, to her. And so, um, yes, she passed away. And so I was a little bummed by that, y'all. I bet. I'm sure, yeah. especially somebody you've known so long and to yes. find out in that it was, way. It was a sad day, sad day for me. So for all you listeners out there, reach out and touch. Zoom, Facebook time, um, phone call, text, it doesn't matter. Reach out and touch. And if you think about somebody, call them right away. Don't put it off. Don't wait because you can just see from Vanita's experience that you just got to do things like today is the day. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. So I hope I didn't bring y'all down on that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's called life. Yeah. And the, the positive thing that you got across to our listeners is that, you know, to reach out, just to make sure that if someone comes to your mind, it's a reason why they're coming to your mind. You know, don't procrastinate on it. Right. Just go ahead and call. Right. Them. You're right. So. And I think I shared with you all earlier, but I'd like to share with the listeners when I gave the tribute about Juanita Askew, the lady that had impacted my life last other podcast. than my mother and grandmother. On our last podcast? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. And I talked about Juanita Askew. Well, I called her three days before, three days before she passed away. Wow. And she had been on my mind, but I'm so grateful that I didn't put it off. Oh. And I was able to reach her, you know, and speak with her. 
And like, you know, because three days later, she passed away, even though she was 103, had a marvelous life. But it just helped me take the loss because I had an opportunity to speak with her and I hadn't passed it up. Wow. Speaking of centennials, I want to give a shout out to Miss Gertha Murphy, who just celebrated her 107th birthday on Monday. A true diva. (laughs) Go, Gertha Murphy. Blessings. Blessings. Yes, and she's an AKA, and they're supposed to be doing a, a actual, we're supposed to be doing a parade on Monday, and excuse me, not Monday, but on the 20th, um, to drive around her house and actually, you know, wish her, give her well wishes and, you know, have signs and everything since she has to be, you know, inside her home. But she's 107. What a blessing. She will have made her birthday because right now it's only like 24 hours away. So shout out to her. Yes. That's awesome, you all. Gertha Murphy. Mm -hmm. Yes. True deep. I always love talking about her because I remember when she said she helped her children go through college and they always came home saying, oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so rough. So in her late years, she said, I'm going to go and see what they're talking about. And she went back to college and graduated and taught school. And I bet she had to be uh, more than 40 some or 50 years old before she went to college. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And she said it was a breeze. It was not hard like her (laughs) children told her. (laughs) (laughs) And she had what seven children? Seven. And it's so funny. I hope you know this is not an on a negative on her, but she and I had talked and it's not negative. It's just funny the way she said it. I said, Oh, Mother Murphy, I only had two. I couldn't have done seven kids. I said, How did you do seven children? She said, baby, back then we had birth control. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. I didn't think about it. Because <laughs> yeah. you think about it. She's 107 years old. So, you know, she's like back then they did not right. have birth control. Yeah. And I've, I've mm-hmm. also this- asked her what's the key to her longevity. And... um she said, you know, she had been married twice and she had to she had to do away with those men because they were holding her back and holding her down. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the mercy. <laughs> True Diva. She knew how to do it. She knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's an awesome woman. Very. And you know, the funny thing is not that that she just her keys, they just took her car keys away from her mm-hmm. maybe about two years right. ago. Right. And I was like, Mother Murphy, you don't have your car keys? And she said, baby, I got an extra set at home. <laughs> said, they don't know it, right? I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I said, Mother Murphy, make sure you don't drive unless you let yeah. somebody know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have to share one more thing lady. about her. Uh, you know, she dresses, she's a diva in terms of dressing and always fabulously dressed. And she's loves jewelry and she had a big ring on to match her outfit and I said oh where did you get that she said oh darling I go to Charming Charlie's and I just love <laughs> we're talking a woman over 100 years old going and driving herself to Charming Charlie's yep. At- yes yep. yes hey, you've met her though right yes yes because mm-hmm. I think your, your husband took a picture with her yeah yeah she's amazing She's amazing. She's delightful and she's warm. She's just a wonderful person. I know. I want to grow up and be like her. I don't want to be an mm-hmm. old woman. I want to be full of life and, and still a diva. I, that's what I want to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's a sweetheart. I tried to call her on her birthday, but I know so many people was trying to reach out to her. I got the voicemail and right, left a message. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I'm glad that we could give her um, a little tribute here on the Kitchen Island because she deserves it. Definitely. And speaking of that, um, since we're still celebrating a little bit with um, Mom's Month, um, I was thinking about a movie that I saw that was really cute on Netflix called Otherhood. Has anybody seen it? 
Oh, that was such yeah. a good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. What's it called? Instead of motherhood, it's called otherhood. Okay. It's, really? It is a lovely movie. Wouldn't you agree, Cheryl? Yes. Netflix. Yes. yes. Otherhood. Okay. We'll check it out. Oh, you're talking about the movie with uh, um, Angela yes. Bassett? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. It's very- Yes, I, I do. Who are the other that. two women? Mm-hmm. I can't think of their names. Um, oh my gosh, um, can't think of their names. But yeah, it's got three those three women in there that are starring in it, and it's basically about them being mothers. And there's they have three. They each have a son. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I'm going to tell you about it. But it's so cute and darling, and it's it's just a good movie. I think. Yeah, I did see that. That was really good. Okay. Okay, good. Good. So has anybody else seen anything? I feel like I'm always talking about TV now and movies and stuff. <laughs> Cause that seems to be my life now. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, because that's what we do right now is it's like we're binge watching <laughs> movies that's all you can't do you can't go out yeah i don't seem to get anything done either during the day it's crazy was it felicity huffman yes that was in that? yes she was in it now i'm remembering that I'm, movie yeah, you guys and i think patricia arquette Ar- yes. yeah i'm trying mm-hmm. to look it up it was felicity huffman was it Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Anybody else seen anything good? Well, I've been, I've been told to watch the Last Dance with the um, basketball oh, star with my. It's awesome. I have not seen it yet. I, my son is keep telling me to do yeah. all ten episodes. You have so to. I will you will fall in Cheryl, love. It. Have you been watching it, Faye? I have no other choice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, actually, yes, I have. Um, it was it was real good. It's, it's very interesting. The backstory of not just Michael Jackson. I'm not Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan, but the whole Bulls organization. Mm-hmm. And the the personality conflicts and dynamics. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's not to me all about sports. It's just about human um, relationships, and right. mm-hmm. I just I loved it. I loved it. I did too. Yeah. So, and I think they're going to highlight um, the Warriors' um, backstories. Also, started. I think it started last night. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yet. So that's supposed to be good too. So I do, y'all, I do miss sports. I'm not going to lie. Oh, ditto. Me too. And Beverly, I know you do. You know I have the sports, John. <laughs> Definitely. The sport. Baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey. I'll take anything. And she's not making it up either, Faith. All, <laughs> all of it. But baseball is trying to come back real soon. Okay. It won't be any crowds in the stands, but I hear a lot of people, especially on the East Coast, are watching Korean baseball. Yeah, I heard that's still going on. Mm. Yes. Okay. So the diehards just want to see somebody play ball. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if any other has done this but have do you any of you watch all rise yes okay they actually Mm-mm. they it's supposed to be really it. good i've only watched one episode but the one they did an episode it, huh? right they did a, a episode uh, according to the stay at home yes order. that's what i'm getting ready to say and it was an okay. awesome show the whole show was basically zoom yeah, and they actually conducted a um, trial. Was it a trial? I think so. A hearing, hearing or a tri- a I think trial, it was a trial via Zoom. It was the most awesome thing. They really did a great job. So if y'all get a chance, 
um, listeners, check it out. Um, go to DirecTV and pull it back up or AT&T. Um, mm-hmm. All Rise. It was an awesome episode. I never... It yeah. was. It was unique because they were in their homes and they, but they still were doing their jobs just like every other American who's at home doing working yes. from home. But it was fun. It was different. Yeah. It is. Wow, it is. And different. the judge was at home. Um, mm-hmm. Prosecutor, the defendant, one, one, uh, it was two brothers going against each other. I don't want to tell the story, but the one person from jail was doing this, his Zoom party. It was just amazing. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it was really uh, bold of them to attempt to do a yes. Zoom for that kind of a show, but it was it was it was well worth it. It, it was, was well good. done. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, does anybody have anything else? I don't want to hold anybody up. Um, I'll be glad when we can get back together and drink some tea and chat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I miss that. I really, 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 really do. But we're doing the best we can, and we're doing our part. Absolutely. And so, everybody, y'all, make sure y'all stay safe. And, and you know, if you're going to go in public crowded places, you know, please think about wearing a mask to protect the other people around you um, because it's important that we continue to understand that COVID-19 has not gone away. It's still exactly. there. Exactly. Um, and we have to respect that it's a virus that don't care about who you are, what demographic you're from, what age you are, what color you are, what gender you are. It, it doesn't know any borders. So um, just be respectful to exactly. the people that Amen. are around you. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So with yes. that being said, um, Cheryl, um, Beverly, and Faye, um, we are going to sign off. And um, it's been real, y'all, but it's going to be real good when we can get back together. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And thank you all listeners for tuning in. Yes. Listeners, be safe. Yes. Keep tuning in. We love everybody. Yes. Stay safe and keep your heads up and keep a smile on your face and make somebody else smile. Exactly. I agree. Told hardly. Okay. Well, you guys um, have a good evening. And I will see you guys soon. Hope so. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. This episode contains a second cup of tea. So grab your cup, sit back, and be inspired. Our guest in this segment has been a leader in her community since 1981. She is a passionate educator and businesswoman and brings these skills with her to the Texas House. She has acquired an extensive corporate business background through her work with Ford Motor Company, as well as through her work as a self-employed accountant and owner operator of ICE Construction Services. She serves as the Special Projects Coordinator of the George Gervin Youth Center and is a co-founder of the Gervin, I'm sorry, Gervin Academy, a charter school serving over 1,500 students throughout Bear County. She holds certifications as a principal and a middle school math teacher, and the list goes on and on and on. It's all good, but she would have you to know that first and foremost, she is a child of God. So please welcome to the island. Island. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. Via physical <laughs> distancing, of course, Texas State Representative of the 120th District from myself and Beverly. Welcome, Barbara Gervin Hawkins. Yes, welcome. We're excited. Glad to well, have thanks. you. Well, thanks. Thanks. I'm excited, too. And I want y'all to know I have my cup of tea, okay? Oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's nothing like tea. I went, out, I went out and got the fancy one, the pink one, you know, with the little flowers on. <laughs> oh, ooh, I all right. It. I love it. And maybe one day in the future, we can actually all sit down at the island together. So, yes. Um, but we'll keep our prayers going up for that time. Um, 
But I just want to say again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to visit the island. We are very much honored. And um, here at the island, we are celebrating moms the whole month of May. And we just wanted to highlight you as one of our many super moms in the community and the state of Texas. So kudos to you. Thank yes. You. So um, I think Beverly's going to um, start out asking you a, a few questions. I am because I, I just want to say welcome again, Barbara. It's just wonderful to have our state representative to talk with us at the island today. And so I'd like to know from your career in education, business and government, what is it that you try to impart to our children, your children or the youth in the community? You know, thank you for that question, because as we are going through this challenge right now, I call it historical times, we have to start talking more about how we survive so that we can make help make our young people's survivors. So for me, in both education and government, what has been important is to maintain our values, okay. never compromise our values. And yes. so as, as we look at you know, the level of integrity that we must have, the honesty that we must have, how we communicate better with each other. So a lot of times people think business is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Guess what, ladies? Nothing has to be dog-eat-dog, -dog, okay? okay? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I look at the, the blessed life that I've had, no doubt I've had my own tragedies, but the blessed life that I've had I've always felt I had a fiduciary responsibility to work with young people to see how I can improve their life situation. So as an educator, I always felt this, I had my guiding principles. Everyone can learn. Okay. Mm -hmm, I, I agree. You know, no one, you know, I, I give this scenario to a teacher who says, oh, that kid can't do this or that. I say, tell me this, how can a young man put his knee on the ground, shoot dice, knows how much everybody owes him, but he can't pass a math test. Wow. Mm. Okay. So that tells me he can count, but you oh, yes. as a teacher have to make the information relevant. True that. Mm -hmm. And so as an educator, pushing people, developing leaders, helping people build confidence, and also in, in, in putting those values that they have to do in everyday life. And the same way with government. I'll tell you, you know, we hear the stories about corrupt politicians, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and I listen all I say, the time. <laughs> you know, but all politicians ain't corrupt. And those of us who take our job very seriously recognize that we have to be the mediator or the individual that brings civility to those I'll call this too far to the right or too far to the left. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've got to remind them of the human condition of how uh, what we would call uh, biases that or implicit biases that people put forth and don't even know that they have mm -hmm. and how we have to be mindful of that as we set laws. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, what I take from that, and I'm going to be sure and share it with my grandson, is I like your guiding principles that everyone can learn. And then we've been talking to our grandchildren about this. Maintain values and integrity and honesty. And so I'm so excited to hear you say that because that is a part of education, government, business. And that just emphasizes and makes it real for me that that's what you do as you move forward. And it's evident in how we see you operate in the community and at the state house. Exactly. So thank you for that. I got one more question. I'll stop talking. Don't, don't. How has working in two very demanding work fields, or I should say many different demanding <laughs> work fields, how has that impacted your ability to be a mom to your, I believe you have two sons. I do. I do. Yes. All right. So how has that impacted your relationship with them? Well, it's been a challenge, but as they've gotten older and we're able to have what I call the difficult conversations, it's really brought us closer. So when they were young, they're both in their 30s now, but when they were young, naturally, mom was all over the place. Mm -hmm. But I had a very supportive husband. 
And so he was the wind beneath my wings in the sense encouraging me, uh, taking care of the boys when need be, making sure that the household uh, was, was complete. And so that supportive spouse and or partner is so important. And we were able to be that, that mentor or that guiding light for our children. So that was one thing, a supportive spouse. The, the other thing was, was a very supportive family. Okay. You know, my family, my mom, she played a major role in helping me raise my children. Okay. So, you know, yes. uh, my, my husband passed away early on. He was 39. The boys was not even teenagers yet. And so for a while, I wondered how could I do this? But I think as women of faith, we know you know, who, what the real father can do. Hey. <laughs> yes, right? yes, amen to <laughs> you know, that. In, in our days of challenge, in our days of questioning why, 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 we get those answers every day, you know, and particularly as when we look into our children's eyes. And so uh, making sure that they're, they have a fulfilled life by getting them engaged in everything. So they played football, basketball, soccer, band. I mean, everything that I can put them in, even though I picked them up late a few days. You know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so making sure that their lives were whole. So, you know, now that we can talk now, I want to share this, particularly to our young young parents, that every day, every week we get together and we call it Hawkins Day. And that allows me to cook dinner and we're able to talk and they're able to share and I'm able to share. Even though we have some awkward moments, we have some very, very rich opportunities to know where each other's coming from. So that's been a lot of fun for me. So giving my kids Ooh, I the like time. that. I like that. I like that idea. Hawkins I'm Day have so to we can have that myself. Mitchell Day. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, Watson Day. We're going to have Watson Day. Day. I like it. Yeah. So, well, you know that, thank you so much for sharing that, especially about your sons and, um, um, you know, raising them up and, and all of that. Uh, it sounds like you've been doing um, the super mom stuff that we um, all strive to do. Um, I'm going to switch gears just a slight bit. Well, not even a slight bit. It's a lot <laughs> there's an elephant in the room and I just don't want to ignore it, especially since we have um, you here with us for a few minutes. Um, I want to um, go to the coronavirus. Um, as a state representative, I, I know you're busy and there's a lot of things going on and things being implemented and all of this stuff. So I would like to know from you, how is the state managing, Texas state in particular, managing the virus? Well, what I want you to know and the listeners to know is the state is doing an excellent job okay okay and a lot of times mm -hmm. folks can't see it because it's not visible but let me tell you what the great state of texas has done when this came about and action had to be taken the state assembled what i call a top tier a top shelf team through their emergency management operations through that, they've been able to identify areas. They've been able to set up testing sites. They brought in all the partners, i.e. the health department, doctors, researchers, all the people that they needed to. Okay. What has happened uh, for those of who have some concerns is that over time, there had to be given uh, guidance given by the federal government. And we, are, we mm -hmm. all know that ain't always straight talk. Right, okay? right. Exactly. And so uh, that guidance, when you're waiting for, I call it, we're driving this plane, fixing it at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh. And, and, and so when we do that, that means things are changing rapidly every day. So when we think of, of San Antonio, there's been, you know, any death is too many, as y'all know. Yes. But, but we're mm -hmm. at about 64 deaths now. OK, and we're ramping up testing so that we can start tracing people. And what we have to do, though, as an African-American community is get the word out so people can get testing. OK, also to use my office, the commissioner's office, as well as the city council person to get connected to resources 
and also to know where the real help is. Okay. So I think that's important. Knowledge is power. And so yes. we've got to be able to get that resource information out to our folks. And let me give you an example, the food bank. Okay. I don't know if, if y'all have seen, but there was a national picture put on where there were 10,000 people, cars in line, mm-hmm. waiting at the San Antonio food bank. Right. Well, yes. a lot of times our folks don't know you have to pre-register before you can get food from the food bank. And so when they drove up to get something, the answer was, we have nothing for you. Wow. Okay. Wow. And that's because they didn't know about pre-registration. So one of the young men from our community, Brandon Logan, who happens to also be the chairman of the, of the Rotary Club, called the executive director of the food brand, uh, bank and said, listen, our folks can't get that far over. And when they go over that far to the south side for the food bank, there's nothing there. So now they're distributing food out of MLK Academy. Okay. Oh, what a great blessing. Oh, that's good. And that's why I'm saying knowledge is power, because if you know some things, you can change some things. So even though we have implicit bias going on, it's not purposeful. Mm -hmm. We've got to be champions and leaders in our community to make things better so folks can have access and know where to get help and support. That's great information for our listeners. That is great. So my next question is, and what should individuals do to keep safe? Well, first of all, we've got to stop saying it ain't so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> it is very real. Right. And, yes. and people have to take heed that think about it. Some of the largest companies and entities close down. You talk mm-hmm. about the NBA who get billions of dollars for marketing. You talk about the NFL. So when folks look at what occurred, that should put up the antennas, number one. Right. So w- once we become believers, we've got to look at the science and what the CDC is saying, which is simply this. Wear the mask when you go out. It doesn't hurt you. As a matter of fact, it's a lot of fun to see that we're in a new world era right now, okay? <laughs> All the different masks and decorations. And- yeah. Exactly. And then when you see a mask on the baby in the in the, in the uh, little stroller, you have to laugh, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. wear the mask. That's number one, to protect everybody. Number two, in washing the hands and creating a more sterile environment. That's a good thing. The, the other thing is be mindful of your symptoms. So right now, even if I have a, a little heart palpitation, I'd be like, hey, is that Corona? I know. <laughs> yes. I'm the same way with the cough. Or- I don't want anybody to sneeze or cough. <laughs> exactly. And I know that that's natural. It's allergy season. Yes, it is. Also yes. practicing social distance, making sure that if we're around people, we can stand a few feet off and stop fighting. A lot of time our folks fight situations, you know, mm-hmm. and we've got to stop fighting, become believers, do the things that the doctors and the researchers say, and we'll be okay. Wow. So great advice. Great advice. So you're saying make sure you wear your mask, wash your hands, be mindful of your symptoms and keep your physical distance. Yes. Yes. That's all excellent advice. And to be honest with you, it's not like, people don't know that but for some reason some people are not respecting those um items or bullets that you just gave and so we just need to keep um those people in prayer that they will do the right things um to not only protect themselves but to protect others out of respect and Benita, they have to realize mm-hmm. over ninety thousand people have passed away yes so this okay. stuff is real it is real it is very real it is very well. And it's in everybody's backyard, so they need to be mindful of yeah. that. It's close. I think the problem is, is if it doesn't happen to you or someone close to you, then you, you can't believe it. It's hard to believe. And only mm-hmm. when it affects your family member or your neighbor or your coworker, then it's like a wake-up call. And as we can see at, at the deaths, it's a little late. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you one other little tip that uh, my, my cousin, from Detroit called me 
And she said, hey, cuz, it's something that I want you to do with this virus going around. She said, I want you to drink hot tea every day and put a little lemon in it because the virus can't live in heat. And I thought, wow, okay. So now when I get home from work, <laughs> I kick back and watch TV. I got my tea cooking and throw a little lemon in it again, enjoying those oh, things yeah. of life. Wow. Yeah, it's the simple things that make a difference. Yes. The simple things, you know, the things that you named off and, and drinking your tea, it's the little things that make a difference. And um, I'm hoping with you being and sharing with us today that our listeners will take heed and take that extra step to do their part. Could I ask Barbara one more question? For sure, question? for sure. I'm here for you. Okay, well, this is just because I know we're probably getting ready to wrap up, but uh, one good, I want you to finish this line. One good thing that has come from experiencing the coronavirus or the pandemic has been the caring and love that we're seeing nationwide of how our nurses and our doctors, our first responders mm -hmm. are putting their lives on the line for mm -hmm. us. Yes. Yes. So going into the battle like for us is huge. And so as our young people see this, that we all really have to realize there is a lot of love here. How do we continue to cultivate it and how we not go back to our cocoons once all of this is over? I believe in taking every challenge and making it an opportunity. And we can do that. Wow. Awesome. I see that's a super mom answer. So I'm thank you. Yes. Thank you. We're not gonna hold you any longer, Barbara, but I'm so grateful and we are our listeners are gonna be so blessed to hear this interview with you. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out to do this, to spend time at the island. And I've and I've enjoyed yes. every second of it. Now let me go heat my tea up in the microwave. <laughs> Well, we can't wait till you join us at the island in in yes. Sounds good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much and Thank take you. care. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us at the island. And you can contact us at kitchenislandtea at gmail.com or on Instagram at kitchenislandtea. See you next time.